Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what is going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Steelers Preview. I am Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and joining me as always to round out the triumphant trio is my buddies, Brian Anthony Davis, podcast producer. What's up, Brian? How are you tonight? Oh, I'm fantastic, Jeff. Uh, it is Thursday, and if this was the 80s, I would be uh, getting ready to watch Cheers, and I'd be finishing up a great uh, episode of Family Ties and uh, looking towards uh, Night Court as well. But now I'm just looking for a finally Friday and feeling good, and the Steelers have more clarity. So 2021, wow. I'm fig- we're figuring it out, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the other co-editor, David Schofield. What's up, Dave? Well, hey, if this was back when I was in college, I'd be patiently awaiting Thursday night SmackDown. Um, <laughs> is if, if if we're going to throw back to that, but uh, I was here. too. But that was two a.m. Yeah, I'm here. I'm 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 taking Brian's advice. Don't mind me if I don't even look at the live chat tonight, because <laughs> you know I've I'm I'm in a mood. I've kind of had it already, and uh, you know uh, apparently because the Steelers actually, you know worked out a deal with Ben Roethlisberger and lower the salary cap, it means they can't gain a single offensive yard because Ben can't throw the ball past the line of scrimmage anymore. So get ready for it, Steeler fans. That's what everybody is. That's the word on the street. <laughs> that's where it that gonna... stops, and that's where this begins. It reminds me of the scene from old school when he gets up and he's drunk and he's giving the best man speech at Will Ferrell's wedding. And it's like, you know, it's like when you catch the late flight home man, or you get early flight from San Diego and you find your <laughs> girlfriend and some neighbors. And then he goes, that's where this stops. And that's where this begins. <laughs> so anyways, we were all, we, they were getting Dave and Brian were getting a little fired up before we came in. I was like, save it for the show guys. So we have a lot to talk about. Obviously a lot of it's going to hinder and hinge on none other than Ben Roethlisberger in case you missed the news Thursday it was announced that and I really hate what the Steelers did and I talked about this on my let's ride that's going to run Friday morning the way that they put this out there was just really bush league in my opinion I mean grade a bush league if you don't know what bush league means you don't know baseball it's basically it's just you didn't do a very good job of, of doing it they, they put out these tweets and say we have signed Ben Roethlisberger to a new to a new contract for 2021. And that's it. I said, what? What do you mean? He was already under contract. Like he was going to play this year no matter what, unless they cut him. And so it's a, a new contract. Well, what does that mean? What does that look like? What They told us nothing. I'm not shocked because I know how this organization operates. But still, this new contract, Dave's going to explain it for us and what this means in the voidable years. You ready for that, Dave? Sure. But what are you going to say for that? I guess people totally missed the point because what they, they do, I then looked in the live chat <laughs> to think that that's actually how I feel about Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. No, I'm tired of hearing other people say these kind of things that are absolutely ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. No, they're like, Ben can't throw the ball patent. That's not true. They're like, he couldn't do it the whole second half. Not true. Go back and watch the games. You know what? You're fine. And guess what? This The Steelers knew it was fine. We just can't get over what happened at the end of last year, the way it all panned out as fans. A lot of fans can't get over it. You know what? It's 2021. 
The offseason is here. We need to move on. You ready for me to talk about these numbers? So for those Wait. of you that heard me earlier, no, I, that wasn't <laughs> me being serious. That is me being frustrated with people that are being that way because you just need to stop. You just need to stop. Okay. The numbers. Okay. How, I went how did, through this. How did they free up $15 million is what everyone wants to know. Okay. How they, how they do it. Um, I went through it and based on the report that they said, oh, Ben signed a one-year deal worth $14 million. So he was supposed to get $19 million. So right there, boom, they took $5 million off the cap right there, straight hit. Ben said what he, he said he would take a pay cut. He took a pay cut. Now, how does $5 million turn into fifteen? Well, the Well, I went through and was figuring all this out, and then all of a sudden everyone else was figuring it out too. It's still, people have reported what it is, but nothing is actually officially out there through the NFL that I've seen. But we've all figured it out if you do the numbers. And that is, well, if you add one voidable year, you would save, you know, not even, you know, about six and a half million dollars, not even. Then if you add a second voidable year, um, that number increases up to like eight. Yeah, you get up to three voidable years, you're almost to that $10 million more of what you would need to get to that 15 million save that was reported, but not quite. Looks like they added four voided years at the end of this contract. And all a voided year does, because people probably would like to know what that means, is that Ben's not under contract after 2021 if the next year is a voided year. Now, by adding those extra years, you do, you divided up how much of their signing bonus, how it was divided up over those years. But Ben's not getting the money during those years. People don't understand that. He's getting it all now. Ben's, you know, and the he's not going to count towards the salary cap over those four years because once you hit a voided year that you don't play, it all comes due. But by splitting it up that way, they lowered as much as they could this year to where it's $10.34 million, if I remember correctly from my calculations, of what they saved on that out of that $14 million by doing these voided years, which means if Ben doesn't play in 2022, it all comes due then, then he's off the books. And that's just how it works. So they saved it by adding fake years to the end of his contract. And the reason they're fake is because they, the, they gave him no base salary during that. So they he is not tied to the Steelers. They are not tied to him, but they're able to spread that that money out. And a lot of teams do it. I was shocked when I went back and looked. Javon Hargrave's uh, uh, contract that he signed with the Eagles last year has was for three years, actually was for five because he had two voided years at the end for them to spread out his signing bonus. So this is just something that they do. It's saving the money. And I know some people are like, oh, man, why are they kicking the can down the road? Would you rather not have Ben Roethlisberger this year and be eating 22 and a quarter million or have him this year and not have him next year and be eating 10 and 10.4 million next year? So they, they made the best out of the situation they created for themselves. Okay. So Brian, quick reaction here. When you saw the news break, you finally see the numbers. I think it was Tom Plissero, Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, all those insiders. They were the ones that had the numbers. What was your take, Brian? What was your thoughts? My thought, my immediate thought was, all right, they got it done. They've got a quarterback next year, and they are they're getting some cap relief where they could make some room uh, to do more things possibly 
or to get just under that number. I'm still a little thick with this whole thing. And I do have one question for Dave, if you don't mind okay. me asking, just for my clarity and maybe anybody else that has this question. So say this is his last season. Okay. And it all comes due next year. What kind of cap hit is that? Is that's that 10, $10.34 million? And that's then, it. Then so, money. It, you don't spread it out to the whatever, whatever that was to something that it is each year. Once once you're out, it all comes due. Now, the only way to change that is if let is you could do like the Drew Brees thing that happened this year. And next year they could sign him to a basically fake one year minimum salary and have and have him because if he signs and if he comes back to play, then then these then it would still just be that much each year. But they would have to re sign a new deal, but it would still carry that money through on those years as long as he's with the Steelers. And if he doesn't come back with the Steelers, it all comes due the very next year. Does that make sense? So, yes. So that yeah. makes a lot of sense. So that, Jeff, that makes my reaction even better now because the Steelers are no longer in cap hell because of Benelzebub. You know, Ben <laughs> is not putting them through the fire now. Wonder, how long has he had that one in his back pocket waiting to use it it was five seconds it just came into my head while you were talking um well well let me, let me ask a question here dave you might know this because i don't know if you put it in your article the 15 million saved for this year how much well what are, what are they at right now for next season in terms of cap space okay what number do you want me to go by the 180 yeah, let's assume it's 180. That's 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 the floor. It's not going to go below it. So let's assume okay. it's 180. So without Ben, I'm 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 just going to give you some numbers. And this is this um, which one do I use? Am I using here? This is spot track or whatever it is. Or track. Um, yeah. That because they update their numbers before they officially come across the wire. Um, over the cap waits until a lot of times until things are officially done. They have Ben Roethlisberger's cap hit is now under $26 million. I was happy if they got him under 30 and they got him under 26. Um, thank you, Ben, for taking 5 million off of that just on your own. That's great. But what they're looking at right now, once you look, if you're looking at just the top 51 that counts right now, um, that they actually have space on, under the cap a little bit. Now, granted, they have theirs theirs at um, 185 rather than 180. But if you're looking at at the 180, they are under that now. If you look mm. at the rollover from 220, and um, which was almost five million dollars retirements, um, the retirements, um, you are you are looking that they have, you know, they're they're a little under. Um, I would say a couple a couple million under. So in other words, people that are like, yeah, let's go get Bud Dupree. No, not saying that. <laughs> You're gonna, <laughs> they're going to have to make some more moves. But I want to get to this super chat before we uh, move on. JS gives us $5. He says, are you ready? Ben won't listen to Canada. We'll only do no huddle and shotgun, no misdirections or RPOs, just basic plays, LOL, and predictable offense. I'm going to tell you, JS, what people told us here on this show as we talked about what we expect from the Matt Canada offense. And they said, how do you know? How do you know what the Matt Canada offense is going to look like? We can't assume that what we saw last season was the Matt Canada offense because it wasn't his offense. It was Randy Feedner's offense. So thank you for the, the super chat. But I don't, I'm not about to say that Ben Roethlisberger is going to say, I'm not going to go to our center. 
in my opinion, and guys, you can disagree with me. In my opinion, Ben Roethlisberger, if he was like, look, I had spent a year with Matt Canada. I don't want anything to do with this guy's offense. He would retire. He would retire. And he would move on with his life. Guys, you agree or disagree that if he's agreeing to come back, He's coming back because he's okay with what's happening, Brian. Absolutely, I think he's okay with what's happening because he wouldn't be coming back. He wouldn't be making these concessions. He wouldn't be doing whatever it took to get this contract done. And you know what? This was uh, this was the Ben Roethlisberger that uh, a lot of people were hoping for. This I don't want to take too much away from Let's Ride tomorrow, if I'm allowed to mention that show's name. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I made Dave laugh finally. Thank you. <laughs> See, I've been trying to do that. But, you know, so this is not a selfish Ben. This kind of proves to me that he's he's playing for team. He's playing for that ring. And he's going to probably do whatever it takes. It's uh, because this is the... This is showing that it's the end of the road for him. So when you have like, uh, if you want to do the concert shirt farewell tour, last year was the comeback tour. This is probably the farewell tour, or at least the start of it. So he's uh, he's Elton John with his last uh, set of concerts, and he's one again going to go out with a, a complete bang, and that means he's looking for a Super Bowl. And if this coach says, "Hey, this is the best possible way to do it," I think he's going to do it. What about you, Dave? What do you think? Uh, I'm sorry. I was trying to, to 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 shore up those numbers for you with the salary cap and bring in other stuff. Hey, and you know what? Over the cap actually has the Ben Roethlisberger new contract of what it's reported. And therefore, with them having it set at just over $180 million, it's that they, that they have the Steelers around $3.5 million under, under, the, under the cap when you're looking at just uh, the top 51. So I just wanted to throw that back in there. But when you come, Brian, I, I really like what Brian said. I mean, you're not going to bring, you can bring Ben Roethlisberger back knowing what he can and can't do, but you can't bring him back if you believe that he's going to do none of the stuff that your new offensive coordinator is going to do. You, you, you just can't make both of those moves in the same year. Now, one thing that I brought up well, with our with our staff and everything is like, well, is Ben the best fit for what Canada wants to do? I don't think he is. I don't think any of us think he is. But he's still Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger, who I, we missed it two days ago. Happy birthday. He's 39 now. Yep. Um, but at the same time, do you really want to have to try to replace everything all in one year? Like, are you going to have to replace your the what you need your offensive line to do, what you need your receivers to do? I don't think they're going to, have to replace a lot there. What you need your running backs to do, what you might need your tight ends to do. Everything in this offense, are you? If you can't replace it all in one year, why not have your veteran quarterback that does so much above the neck be the guy that that, that sticks around unless you really have a better plan otherwise? So that's just me. You know, when you say that, and this is just a quick sidebar, it, it makes me realize that if they're all in on Matt Canada, they better be all in on Matt Canada. Because if you're going to start like drafting players that are specific to his scheme, you better be prepared. Like You don't want this to be a Chip Kelly type thing where all of a sudden, three years down the road, you're like, this isn't working out. And then you have all these players on the roster that were drafted for a specific reason. Yeah. 
All right. We had 316, 316 cents. I think that's Renee Lopez is bigger Mm -hmm. than Ben documentary showed who he is now. I thought the documentary was very well done. I will put it that way. We'll leave it at that. Let's get to the title of this podcast, which is does the Roethlisberger contract jeopardize the Steelers future? Does the contract jeopardize the future? Brian, what do you think? Now I don't really think it does because everything that we just talked about, uh, we talked about uh, Ben being willing to uh, go all in for next year. You know, to uh, to uh, expound on that also, Matt Canada, it sounds like, is going to be all in, all in to do whatever he can to uh, make it about Ben and the team as well and to make both sides work. So is this going to jeopardize the future? No, um, it's not. It's going to put the future on hold. But what, when I was thinking about that title, jeopardizing the future means kicking the can down the road. But now the way Dave explained it, if you're 10 and a couple million over uh, um, without him next year, you that's good dead money. That's dead money that you can deal with. You can't deal with 41. You can't deal with 23. But you can deal with 10. So it doesn't jeopardize the future. Now, when I say it, it uh, puts the future on hold, it kind of does. Because remember, there's a wild card here that you're not thinking about. And I joked about this maybe in in shows a couple weeks back, maybe four weeks ago, three weeks ago, when I was saying that Ben Roethlisberger is going to, there might not be a such thing as a fake deal in Ben Roethlisberger's mind. If there's a chance to come back, He's probably coming back. Remember that joke I made about your college roommate that's uh, sleeping on your couch, <laughs> eating cereal out of the salad bowl, wearing out your Netflix, Googling your wife, not Googling, oogling your wife. <laughs> and you like your- <laughs> yeah, good. No, oogling like, hi. I'm sorry. Oh, what is that? Four, four, four okay, Christmas? I forgot it's better. Google me. It's- Google me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I thought of a different. Funny, I thought worry. of a different movie, but I'm not bringing that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I, I had a good one, but I can't say it. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not remember the Titans. Let's just put it that way. Um, if if you saw a certain Ben Stiller movie, um, I I won't mention the rest because it would be inappropriate to say remember the tight ones on the show. So I won't do that. <laughs> okay. I didn't make Dave laugh that time. I've been trying. No, I'm laughing. Um, but anyways, so what, what I'm saying is Ben is going to, uh, I mean, this is not the end for Ben. This might be the end in Ben's mind. He's the kind of guy that, yeah, okay. They say that's a fake deal, but I'm coming back in 2027. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, so don't put that past Mr. Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger, but I think it works for the team. I think it works for Ben. So you know what? It's not jeopardizing anything. Dave, you agree with Brian? What am I agreeing with again? <laughs> now, did, um, did this contract, did this new deal jeopardize the future? No, it, this is what happens with quarterbacks. It's simply what happens now with, with quarterbacks and that you're, you're going to get some carryover if you have that good of a quarterback. I mean, think about, we, we talked to, I mentioned Drew Brees earlier with what he's doing by, by knocking down his 
what was it? it was like $25 million knocked down to the, to the base salary because they they're trying to spread out his cap hit over the following year, meaning they can wait till June to cut him or for him to retire. If, if he retires now, they have a dead money hit from his voided years of 22.65 million, which was more than what Ben would have had. They're trying to separate that out to a, to, you know, just, you know, 11 and a half now and 11 and a half next year. And that's what they're doing to have no Drew Brees, more than $11 million for two years for him to not play. I mean, so you look at Ben Roethlisberger and you're going to push 10 off to next year in order to, to make it a little bit better. That's kind of how it's going, how it ends up working. It, it's, it's kind of what happens in the in in the NFL when you move on from from such a big name quarterback it's you know i have no problem with what they did i don't think it's sacrificing the future i think it's actually smart i think it's saving their future because they're not going to have to make cuts now simply to keep Ben at that huge number or they're not going to be able to to not sign absolutely nobody back because of Ben's big number. It's actually saving their future because they're not having to cut ties with people as much as they would have otherwise. I think the biggest thing for me in this question is will the, will the salary cap rebound the way we all think it will in 2022? And you know, everyone's saying this is just a one year dip and this has never happened before. The NFL's never had the salary cap go in the other direction. It's always just gone up and up and up and up. And so $10 million is not a big hit if he's done after 2021, unless the salary cap remains low or if it goes down again. And next thing you know, you got to pay TJ Watt. But let's ask this question. Does this change your outlook for 2021? Brian, we'll start with you. I kind of think that uh, with knowing that Ben Roethlisberger's there, knowing that this uh, this team is putting some things together, if they can fix what was really ailing them last year, and if everybody is, and if the scapegoat was really Randy Feetner, and this offense could be changed by uh, changing a philosophy with Matt Canada, and this offense can improve on the offensive line, if they do some things, some even some small moves that move them in the positive direction, this is uh, this is good news for next year. Um, a lot of people were thinking that this was a seven and nine team. I don't think any Ben Roethlisberger team is a seven and nine team. It never has really been before. So I'm thinking that uh, this takes them from being another in the power rankings. The eighth best team in the uh, AFC and the 12th best team in the NFL and moves them up a little bit higher. Now it's not going to you know move mountains yet, but that this is right where the Steelers are glad to be. Let, let you think that they are out. Let the haters hate in this situation and say that uh, they're completely done because Mike Tomlin thrives on that. Ben Roethlisberger thrives on that, and there's a lot more guys on this team that thrive on that as well. And it also does another thing as far as changing the outlook. Um, it, it makes things even more interesting now, fellas. And the reason it makes more interesting things more interesting are two words that uh, were put on Instagram after this deal was made, and it was, let's talk. And I'm talking about Juju Smith-Schuster, 
putting out Let's Talk. So that opens up in a completely different avenue. That doesn't mean that it's going to happen, but it means that there's a player that saw that this was done and, and is voicing out loud that he wants to be a part of it. Outgoing free agents are, are the kind of players when they know that they're gone are saying, you know, like, hey, I had a good time there. I did well there, but it's time for him to move on in his career. You don't hear let's talk from a guy that might have played his last game for an NFL franchise. So I'm really, uh, there's some people that are believing that this is going to be um, an upgrade for the Steelers going into uh, 2021. And one of them, one of those people is Juju Smith-Schuster because Ben Roethlisberger's back. Doesn't mean he's staying. It just means that he's interesting and interested in stay, saying, saying, and you just don't put that, put that out there if you aren't if you aren't genuinely thinking that hey if we could make it happen that would be awesome okay dave the question on the table is does this move change your outlook for 2021 what do you think uh it's funny because being the eternal optimist i was kind of optimistic towards 2021 it does it, it shifts it a little bit more towards the optimistic side just because you feel like the Steelers they're they're working on it. They have I feel like this just kind of brings it more into that they have a plan. There were certain things they were willing to do and they managed to have these things done. I mean, come on. Ben Roethlisberger was going to count 22 and a quarter million dollars towards the salary cap and now for him to actually play this year he's only costing them what is it just uh, i mean just over three million dollars like three and a half million dollars more that's a really good thing to say that this is what they wanted to do and we're going to make it get done and not only that ben agreeing to it they said that they really had to get the number down and they did they, they made it happen. So if they say they have other things that they're going to do, I mean, the Steelers have been vocal that said they would like to have Bud Dupree back. Doesn't mean that it's going to get done. Doesn't mean that he's he's going to demand a price way more than what they can actually do. But just like with we heard, we found out from J, Javon Hargrave last year, they made a play for him. So the fact, this tells me that the Steelers are making moves and and ready to do it. So therefore, I of course am optimistic about it. You know, I'm an eternal optimist like you, Dave. And I have to be honest, I've been very guarded about this upcoming season. There's just so much in the air and so much up in the air that you're wondering what's this defense going to look like in terms of the free agents they have with Hilton Sutton Alawalu. What is the offense going to look like on the offensive line? Um, you know, then you throw in like the pouncey retirement, and you're thinking, geez, like this this team could look drastically different. But if they find a way to keep some guys, it could be a very competitive football team. Case and Wright gives us five dollars, kind of like he just wanted to make sure we said this on the air. He said, Dave yes. said this months ago, but shut up about the schedule. Teams change, especially in a cash strapped year. I can't stress enough that. People, I think some Steeler fans literally thought that the Steelers had the worst cap situation in the NFL, and they didn't. Dave, didn't you do that? And it was they were twenty sixth out of thirty two. Wasn't that the it number? Twenty seventh. They were just out of right the the the, the worst five at the time. But yeah. now 
they're they're way 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 better than that when once you take this into account but i like what he was saying because people were talking in the live chat about the steelers having the hardest schedule next season yeah and what it was that i had brought up was last year they're supposed to you know Teams end up being better than than what you think going in, and teams end up being worse than what you thought going in. I still look at it two years ago when Brian and I went to what ended up being a Sunday night game playing the Buffalo Bills. That was supposed to be one of the Steelers' easiest games going into the season. And then the Bills were, were making a turnaround, and that was one of their more difficult games. Then at the same time, you look at other teams that you're like, oh, wow, they, they were really good last year. Does it mean that they're going to be who they are next year? And that's what course is talking about. Just because you're basing it all off this year's records doesn't mean that these teams are going to be as good or they could even be better next year. But personally, I'd rather play a harder schedule than an easier schedule just because I feel that the Steelers play up to competition or uh, up to the challenge more often than not. Brian, do you want to comment on the schedule? Yeah, a couple things. 2008, they had the hardest schedule in years. In fact, that was the hardest schedule since 1974. 1974 was the year they first won the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl with a very hard schedule in 2008 as well. And they played juggernaut teams, and they ended up, once again, going all the way. And they look pretty good doing it. Now, I really want to piggyback off of what Dave said because I love how he said it. If you look at last year's schedule, when you looked at them having to play the Cowboys in the middle of the season, a lot of people at the beginning of the year was calling that a loss because they figured, and especially when Dak Prescott started off with a fantastic season, you know, he, I mean, he was amazing those, uh, those first four games of the year. He goes down all of a sudden. Even though they did struggle in that game, they were definitely favored going into that game. Another game that they played last year that everybody was thinking was going to be very tough was playing the Philadelphia Eagles in week five. And the Eagles weren't the same. So teams are definitely going to change from April when that, when that schedule comes out by the time you actually play them. Another case in point was the Washington football team. They were supposed to run away with that, that game. But Washington found its defense. They found uh, they found their quarterback in Alex Smith as well, as he played very well in that in that game, well enough for them to win that game. Fortunes change over a season, and especially from April to September. So remember that when you're thinking about the schedule, those guys in the locker room. And the coaching staff, they don't look at the schedule and say, oh, we should lose this one, we should lose this one, and we should lose this one. They're like, we're winning all 16 if we play our if we play our game and play the way we're supposed to play. And that's the way they think about it. So schedule, schmedule, don't worry about it. All right, we're going to take a quick break on the audio side. Make sure you go over to part two. If you're watching live on YouTube or Facebook, don't go anywhere. We're not going anywhere. But you want to stick around. Go over to part two. We're going to talk about should the Steelers trade one of their backup quarterbacks? And also, do NFL insiders actually have trustworthy knowledge inside the Steelers locker room? So we're going to talk about on part two as well as trivia and a little over-under, Ben Roethlisberger style. Join us. We'll be right back. 